Hi, this is Verity Garvey, and you're listening to Liar Liar Brain on Fire. This is a podcast where we explore the harmful lies that we believe about ourselves and learn to exchange those lives for life-giving truth. Welcome to episode number two. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's play Two Truths and a Lie. This is a game where I'll tell you three things about myself. Two of them are true and one is a lie. I'll reveal the lie at the end of the episode. Okay, number one, I have a brother. Number two, I once moved to a different country to avoid breaking up with someone. And number three, I've been married for 10 years. Which one do you think is the lie? Okay, let's get into it. Today, I want to talk about shame. Brene Brown, a sociologist and author who has done extensive research on shame, says this, I define shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. I don't believe shame is helpful or productive. In fact, I think shame is much more likely to be the source of destructive, hurtful behavior than the solution or cure. I highly recommend her work if you'd like to do a deep dive into shame and vulnerability and human connection. This quote of hers lists some lies that many of us carry around with us and believe as truth. Remember, lies are just thoughts. They are sentences in our brains, but they are the direct source of our emotions. The lies that produce the emotion of shame are usually something along the lines of, I am flawed, I am bad, I am unworthy of love, I don't deserve connection or relationship. The root of these lies is often the belief that doing something bad or something we perceive as bad is the same as being bad. We don't often allow ourselves to fail or make mistakes or even to make a bad choice and then apologize or repair the mistake without internalizing this as meaning that we must be inherently flawed. Take a minute now, if you'd like, to reflect on the ways you tell yourself that you are bad instead of allowing yourself to be an imperfect human being. I'll put a worksheet in the show notes to help you process some of these thoughts. I'd like to share a story from this morning that illustrates the toxic spiral that happens when we allow these lies to run rampant in our minds. This is vulnerable for me to share, but I know that vulnerability is the antidote to shame. When we are vulnerable about the things that we feel shameful about, we're directly fighting the lie that we need to hide in order to be accepted. Okay, so this morning I woke up in a mood. I don't cry often, but this morning I woke up crying and angry. I was angry with myself, but I immediately started complaining to my husband and snapping at my kids to be quiet. Right out the gate, I was awful. I was feeling disappointed in myself for being overwhelmed. Instead of feeling compassion and care towards myself, I felt judgment and disappointment. This week has been hard. I lost my depression meds because ADHD, and I didn't take them for a few days. When that happens, my brain gets really mean, and it takes a lot of energy to manage those negative thoughts. My husband has a super painful condition in his joints that flared up in a big way this week, so he's been unable to move much, and seeing him in constant pain has been terrible. My children are, and I say this with all the love in the world, wild animals. I am honestly obsessed with my boys, but at six and three, they can destroy the entire house in 2.5 seconds and do so multiple times a day. With my husband out of commission, I just haven't been able to keep up. 
Because of the stress, I haven't been sleeping well, and procrastination has been my main activity this week. What I just described is normal life stuff. It's nothing terrible. It's just a lot in one week. The truth is that it is normal to feel overwhelmed and normal to be unable to get everything done. It is okay to struggle because of my mental health. My children will be absolutely fine despite the extra screen time this week. The truth is that struggling is totally acceptable. But this morning, my brain was lying to me and I was believing every word. My house is a trash can. I'm such a bad wife and mother. I don't deserve to be loved by my family. I've procrastinated so much this week. I'm a terrible coach and a business owner, and I don't deserve my client's trust. I should never have started a podcast. I'm so stupid and have nothing of value to offer. Wow. Painful. So, so painful. It hurts to say those things out loud. They sound completely unacceptable to say to anyone, and yet I allowed my brain to say these horrible lies to myself, and I chose in that moment to believe them. I chose to believe that because I struggled with coping this week, that I am inherently flawed and unworthy. My friends, this is always a lie. There is no exception. There is nothing that you can do that makes you unworthy of love and respect. I know what you're thinking. What about people who do actual bad things? Well, I still believe those people as human beings are inherently worthy. When someone does something to hurt others, feelings like guilt, remorse, conviction, these are appropriate and helpful emotions that can drive actions that repair relationships. But shame, I don't believe any good comes from shame. And here's the thing. I don't think this podcast is reaching death row. I'm talking to you. You who has been berating yourself for your perceived failures. You who has been denying yourself joy as a punishment for not living up to your own made-up rules. You who won't forgive yourself that mistake you made. You who yelled at your kids in a moment of overwhelm or lashed out at your spouse when you were feeling insecure. I am talking to you who never feels good enough. I'd like to speak some truth to you today, and I would like to offer this truth as a balm for the wounds these lies have caused. You are worthy and deserving of love, just as you are. You are doing enough today, right now. You deserve to rest and experience joy. You do not need to earn these things. Your mistakes and failures are acceptable and do not make you a bad person. Imperfection is acceptable and the only possible option for everyone. You are allowed to seek connection with others and know that your friendship is a gift and not a burden to others. You are allowed to forgive yourself. Re-listen to that if you need to. Journal and write some truth to yourself. If it's hard to do, imagine saying these statements to someone you deeply love and care about, and then practice saying them to yourself. Say them even when you don't believe them yet. When we actively and intentionally stop and replace negative self-talk with kind truth, what we're doing is actually physically changing the neural pathways in our brains that carry our thoughts. When we do that enough, those kind, true thoughts become more and more ingrained in our brain until it becomes more difficult to hate ourselves than to love and accept ourselves. 
When I started the process of changing my thoughts, it was an uphill battle. This is the hardest work you will ever do, but so incredibly worth it. It is supposed to be difficult. You're rewiring a lifetime of thoughts. If you're struggling and get tired and lose focus, you're doing it right and you will get results. If you need help with this process, please contact me. I am a coach because I've walked this road and I'm passionate about helping others get to the other side and move from shame to self-acceptance. I hope this episode was encouraging and helpful for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to get to know you. If you're not already following me on Instagram, you can find me at Verity Garvey Life Coaching, and you can also find the link to my website in the show notes. Subscribe and rate this podcast if you enjoyed it. And again, thank you for listening today. It truly means the world to me. Before I go, here's the answer to two truths and a lie. The statement that is a lie is that I have a brother. I actually have a younger sister who is the best human. I have been married for 10 years, and I did, in fact, move to a different country when I was 19, in part to avoid having the breakup talk with my boyfriend at the time. All right. See you next Friday. Bye. Bye.